0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hoag. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for joining me for a new video. Today, I'm here with Gino, who actually has a pretty similar story as far as his Amazon journey goes to my own. So, Gino, thanks for being here, man.
1: Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to hear some of your, uh, well, I don't know your full story. I just know we've, we connected earlier this week and I thought maybe I'd bring you on for a a video and you could just kind of tell your story so people can relate to, I always like hearing the full kind of like spectrum from starting, you know, it's one thing to be like, oh yeah, here's Gino, you know, mega successful Amazon seller. It's another to kind of go back and, uh, you know, let, let people relate to the struggles of getting started. So do you want to start with like merch by Amazon and maybe, talk about, or actually, I don't want to tell you to start with merch. Do you want to just kind of start by talking about how you found out about selling on Amazon and where you found your start?
1: Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, I was attracted to, I guess, the the Amazon business model just because, I, I guess it was passive income at th- some level is where I was searched for and, and, you know, everyone's looking for that, you know, passive income that's going to be successful and kind of get you to the next level. But I was attracted to, the content of Amazon and, and how you know people would teach it. And that's when kind of the teaching kind of uh, of Amazon and the FBA business was pretty popular. Go out there and source products from China, you know Alibaba and all these places, and you know relist them on Amazon. And it sounded really simple, and there wasn't a lot of people doing it at the time as far as content wise. So it was easy for me to follow, and and I'm going to explain that a little bit more as, as as we are here today. But you know back in 2000. I guess it was 16, uh, you know, I heard uh, the Amazing Seller podcast and, and he was talking about going out there and sourcing. And, you know, the whole process was pretty simple from, from beginning to end. You know, and I'm a huge risk taker. I mean, I, I, I'll go out there and if, you know, if there's some evidence behind it and someone else has done it, you know, I'm, I'm quick to kind of follow the process of somebody else's footsteps, to, you know, because they're successful and they've already kind of put together the, the, the roadmap. So, you know, for me, it was easy to follow. Anyway, long story short, got into it, went all the way in you know, started sourcing things from India. And and basically, it was at a time when those copper mugs, right, they were really popular. And and at the time, it, there wasn't a lot of them out there. But based on the model and, you know, doing paid ads and all that stuff, I could generate the, you know, the sales and get the product to the top of the, you know, the top of the search pages. And that worked. And so, after I, I did the first shipment, everything was really exciting and it was great and, you know, started listening to them on Etsy and different things like that. And then all of a sudden there was a million other sellers doing the same thing. So, you know, and at a full time job as well. And I just had my, my son was born uh, at the time. And so I didn't really have a lot of free time. So to go back out and do this thing all over again, the amount of time and effort that I put into the first process, I just didn't, you know, didn't want to do it. So fast forward on that. I heard people talking about merch at that time. And the FBA business was great. And I probably could have rinsed and repeated and gone back into that. I mean, I did everything from, from, um, you know, going to the stores and buying stuff and relisting them into, to, you know, to what is it uh, retail arbitrage to you've done to, it all, try, I did it all, you know, fidget spinners and everything. I mean, it's, I did all of that stuff and, you know, I made, I made some decent money and, and I wanted to be able to have this sustainable predictable income and, and kind of just have it go out there for me to have to go back out there and relearn and do everything all over again. And then merch was, was being talked about back then. and um. You know, I'm not a designer and like it just seemed a little bit more complicated than than I could kind of wrap my head around. And it seemed like it was going to be a lot of time and effort. But it always attracted me because I like these kind of things. There's a learning process and it's like, you know, there's a lot of new things and it's exciting and you can generate an income. So Merch ended up um, attracting me and I went out to Fiverr and hired a designer and, um you know, started putting stuff out there, but you know, the, the process of the research and all this stuff I got, you know, I'm an engineer by trade. So I geeked out on all of this stuff and overthought everything and uh, made it really complicated. And so I didn't have really the success taking off in the beginning. So I got a little frustrated, paid a lot for designs and, and um, kind of just let it, just let it sit out there. And then I would continue to see these podcasts because I was still, you know, research and, see people listening out there talking about amazon amazon merch and i said let me give it another stab went back out you know i was a tier 10 at the time and um you know then they were tearing up pretty quickly so i ended up tearing up i think it was i don't know tier 25 and kind of went through that process pretty slowly um and just did it like i want to say like half-assed basically you know and kind of went out there and just didn't do it all the way and um didn't put a lot of attention to it, and then just over time, I, I ended up having a, a relationship with this designer. He just kept pinging me, saying, "Hey, let, you know, do we have any more work? Do we have any more work? Anything to do?" And then I just started giving him, you know, some more some more opportunities. Long story short, I just went all in, and and at that time, a lot of content started to come out. A lot of different people were putting stuff out there. I mean, everywhere, tools were starting to be developed, and like the market was being flooded. And so I knew that merch was a big thing, but I wasn't intimidated by going out there and trying to not. You know, I guess put my place in, in merch because I realized that already is an FBA, there's a ton of people. There's huge opportunity though on Amazon. I mean, everybody's on Amazon. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wanted to kind of fine tune the research process and figure that out. And, and so I overthought everything and what I thought I was doing really good with the research and like I was having all this, you know, success and, oh, this is going to be a winning, you know, uh, design ended up being like, you know, a design that I paid a lot of money for is, um, to me, it looked amazing, but nobody would buy it, you know, and there's a, probably a thousand factors for that reason, you know, maybe the, right. the algorithm didn't put me in the, you know, top of the search, uh, search list, or maybe it was a design that I thought was great. Nobody else thought was great. Um, so, you know, I, I tried everything, you know, I tried doing that. I tried, uh, just a lot of things, you know, and just fast forward to today, um, you know, that process kind of evolved over time. And I wanted right. to kind of get back into it. And I do this in season sometimes. And like at that time when I was looking at the business and I, and I saw that it was generating, you know, income and, and like over time, and I'm going to get into the numbers kind of, you know, of how that went, but I didn't really make my first sale. I think until like six months after the, the account was open, maybe a little longer. Yeah. And When I say didn't make a sale, I mean, I sold four shirts. You know, in like 2000, June of 2018. No, it was longer than that. So the account was open in October 2017. I didn't sell a shirt until June of 2018, Damn. really because I didn't put a lot of effort into it. And also the designs up there were garbage. So, you know, fast forward, you know, went from four, 27, 42 the next month, 96 the next month, 191 the next month, of October, a year later. And uh, the royalties, like in October, you know, it was like $900. And I thought to myself, wow, th- you know, there's some money that I can generate from this. I mean, just making that, you know, a little bit of money for me was great. I would hear people talking about they were making thousands of dollars a month. Like, I would love for that to happen. But I also know that, you know, I can't hit a home run every time. And I've tried that. And I swing for the fence. And I generally do from everything that I do. But I'm happy to get a base hit. You know, base hit for me is just positive income, right? And and, and <laughs> heading in the right direction. And um, I tried so many different things. I tried putting shirts out there. And then when AMS got turned on, like dumping a ton of money into AMS and, you know, quadrupled my sales, you know, and thinking that the way it was going to be like FBA, that if I did that, it was going to bring my shirt to the top result. And like, it worked for a little bit, but then some other guy would come in and copy my design and rip off the design and then, you know, sell it for less. And like, there was just so much going on. So I guess over time, what happened is I had a, you know, relationship with a designer, like I mentioned, that was just incredible like he came up and i'm not i'm I'm detailed and organized but i didn't have time to be very detailed in this business so he would open up a google sheet for instance and he would um put in there um you know designs and he would you know go out there and do the research for me because he wanted the business like he he needed the the generate the uh, he needed income and and he kind of like went out there and treated this business like his own and uh which was pretty cool for me because i'm you know i could be involved but i've also had a lot of stuff happening and you know and the lazy factor comes in too. Right. So that, that's, that, but, time in a day. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. And then, so he would come to me with some stuff and I said, okay, let's do it. And we ended up agreeing on a, a cheaper price, you know, if I did in bulk and I just started increasing my, my I would get tiered up and I would fill the slots and, you know, and then of course the other products came out and i said, okay, well let me just give it a shot and I'll just, you know, put them on sweatshirts, hoodies and uh, everything else that came out. So I tried it all, you know, and, and what I, what I noticed that over time is that, I was consistently selling. Some of them were designs that were selling from the beginning and some of them were new designs, but I would just consistently try to upload and consistently try to put some effort into it. Right. And, and I know this is probably not the best, probably advice, you know, out there, but what I do think that what benefited me here is that I didn't think I was going to get rich off of this. Right. I didn't think that it was going to replace my day job. I didn't have any, you know, I would have loved for that to happen, but in real, in reality, I just didn't have the time, effort, nor could I go to explain it to my wife with my new, you know, newborn children, that hey, I'm quitting my day job to take this huge risk, when yeah. I had a good, <laughs> a good-paying job. So, that kind of continued to go on, and I've seen the consistency, right? I mean, it, it was generating revenue, and then you know the other platforms, the other POD platforms, like you know, I only really got into Etsy, and kind of pushed the designs over there and did that. You know, and they're in the holidays. You know, the, you know, the Q4 sales would just you know, just skyrocket. And when I say right. skyrocket, like for me, skyrocketed, I mean, and, you know, in, in 2019, um, you know, my biggest month, you know, it was, it was $2,400 in royalties. And I was thinking, nice. wow, that's great. You know, that, that paid for, you know, Christmas that paid for gifts and that paid for, you know, a little extra income, uh, which I didn't, hadn't expected, you know, and that went on for Q4. And then the, you know, come around January, start all over again, you know, in, in the years and try to dive in and, and create designs. And I didn't chase trends. Um, I tried holidays. I tried trends. I tried some, you know, several things like that and I just didn't have the success because everybody else was doing the same thing. And I think evergreen, um, you know, designs have really taken off in, in that area. And then, you know, I think that you know I came across your content at some point, and and the simplicity of like when you release these uh, weekly trends, you know, and I've never and I'll and I'll be honest in this, you know, I've never gone out there and said okay, let me design one of these that you've that you've mentioned on your on your show, but I have gone out there and looked at uh, when you list them or you talk about them, right, um, mm-hmm. and see really what you're what you're looking at and why you've chosen that or thought of that as a as a good opportunity. And so like I would try to get into someone's head that would bring content that I could that would make sense and was practical right because some of these guys put out content and it's really overwhelming from like a high level like to go out there and like you know figure the bsr and like you know how many designs are out there and like change it up a little bit and come up with some like you know catchy phrase and get to know your audience like all of that stuff is like come on man this is like blowing me away i get that there's some
0: i get that too
1: i i (laughs) I feel like in the past, man, it was more like that, that was good advice.
0: Like, but things change, like this evolves over time. And like, even Amazon has changed, right? Like they used to tell us realistically how many search results there were when we searched. Now they're just like, they basically hide it, you know, they make us guess. And yeah, it's been a evolving like ecosystem. But you know, before we started recording, you were making a really good point that I told you, I was just having the same discussion with Marielle, my girlfriend. Do you want to share what you said uh, before we started recording?
1: Yeah, I think it's, you know, and probably maybe a little bit different from what we were talking about, but it's, you know, it's the base hit, right? It's it's like, you know, it's I mentioned earlier, it's like swinging for the fence, you know, is what we would all like a home run. But, you know, we don't win the game just a home run alone. I mean, it's the base hits that win, right? And so I think that when I started to see those consistent sales, you know, my goal was just to try to get a little bit more and try to get a little bit more. And if I could get one sell, sale out of, you know, a niche that I saw that was selling well, try to create designs in that and, and just just increase it little by little, you know. And, and instead of just going all out and then getting frustrated because I didn't, you know, make a crap ton of money on, you know, because everybody else is doing it and advertising it. Like I need something practical that I can relate with, you know. If a guy's up here and he's making six figures, you know, on 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 royalties, you know, what annually or or, or even, you know, or, or I, and I can't relate with that. I'm going to already disconnect and disassociate myself and think mm. to myself, "Oh my God, it's going to be so much work to get there," you know. And and that's frustrating. You know, and I know that most people are coming into this, and I have a lot more experience than probably the average beginner that comes into this. And they see this, and, and you know, probably some of your listeners, and they, they say, Oh man, Amazon's still a, a business that I can get into. Go out to Fiverr, and they're going to hire a designer. They're going to throw them up there, and they don't sell. What are they going to do? They're going to give up, right? You know, and they're going to get frustrated. You know, and this is, this is not that kind of business. This is not a get rich quick, you know, this is not certainly one of the, I mean, it, people get lucky. The ones that are out there that, you know, that get lucky, I mean, more power to them. But I I know that for me, I wasn't that guy, you know?
0: Yeah, it's hard to sustain the the big wins, like, but it's like, that's the clickbaity thing. Like, if I put out a video that says, like, you know, Gino made $10,000 in a month on Amazon Mm -hmm. merch, like it'll get more clicks than, you know, hey, Gino has a practical approach to scaling up an online business that makes him passive income year over year, (laughs) you know what I mean?
1: Well, and and there's a lot of that out there, right? People say, uh, here's how you make 5K a month in Amazon merch. Well, that video was created and like one of their best sellers may have done that, but here we are in a different trend, different time, different style, like life has changed people, you know, post COVID, like, you know, it does that really still work? And I think that a lot of times it does, but most of the time it doesn't like we have to constantly be evolving. And and, and I think it's it's I mean, it's it, people that were putting out content like that before. I don't see them on, online anymore. You know, they probably moved on to something else.
0: Yeah, I will say, though, I, I, I really like agree with that advice. And I was just kind of talking strategy with Marielle about, you know, because she had had. You get addicted when you do have one design that makes like 100 sales, right? Everybody likes that feeling. But I was telling her, you know, and and like with my Sunday videos with five niches, I always try to make clear that, hey, like these are good niches if you are in like the early phases of grinding up your account and those upload slots really matter. So you want to make like immediate sales because what does Amazon do? They reward you with more upload slots. And then as your account starts to scale, like – I, you know, people can do whatever they want. What's beautiful about Merch by Amazon, you can have your evergreens listed right next to your attempt at getting into the trends because the trends can make you a hundred sales in a day, but those evergreens are to me, like your real business. And I mean, me and you are both like, you know, six figure plus royalties lifetime without anything too spectacular. Like I've got a couple like stories where I hit big trends, but for the most part, it's a pretty practical approach.
1: Yeah. And I also think that, um, you know, some of my designs like I have right now I'm at, um, what is it? A hundred thousand tier. Right. And obviously don't even have nearly as much as, uh, all my slots filled. And it's funny. Cause I was looking at the design. I have 77,000 live products, but then I realized when I looked at the, um, that the, what is it? The, uh, I don't see that number here. Uh, there's, yeah. There's a number with designs. It, so just designs alone are only 3,500. When I say only, um, obviously that's a lot, a lot of designs put out there and I a lot of products. And now that they've automatically been migrating those, those uh, d- designs to the other countries automatically, you know, I'm getting sales in other countries and I hadn't, I hadn't manually pushed them or done them. Cause I got, again, conf- not confused, but overwhelmed with, Oh my God, I got to go in here and translate all of these and, right. and go in here and figure this stuff out. And I even tweak prices, right? I'm like, okay, pricing is going to be where I make more sales. And, uh, you know, I talked to a, somebody here that puts out a, regular, uh, weekly guide that was been really helpful, um, in this process and that I researched and he was telling me when I first talked to him, he's like, man, you just price everything high. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to make sales. But then I did that and my sales increased. Right. And I know perceived value is really important. And I, I see a lot of people play with the pricing and it's a race to the bottom. And it's like, you know, I'm thinking this is old FBA merch days, but I personally, if I'm going to go out and buy a t-shirt, if it says $13, I'm going to think it's going to be garbage. I honestly right. think that, and because I, I personally have been on a, a recently buying shirts from Amazon. When I see them really cheap, I don't want to buy them, so I stopped right. doing that. I priced everything and my t-shirts at nineteen ninety nine. I just left them, and uh, right. you know they sell. If people like the design, they're going to pay for it. Um, nobody
0: thinks twice about spending twenty bucks on a t-shirt, in twenty twenty two, that's what that's what I say. Like nobody thinks twice about that.
1: No, a hundred percent. And, and it's, it's, you know, and especially if it's something you believe in and you're like passionate about it, you know, and if you're going out there and you're going to wear a design and it's going to represent you, you're going to pay, you know, whatever you, whatever it is. And, you know, I think that that I, I, you know, I fought with that too. And then look, AMS was another tricky thing. You know, I, so there was so many different factors in this. And I think that the, the takeaway from this is if, if I, cause I could be all over the place in this, cause I really have tried every single thing you could probably, you know, get into everything from tools to automating the entire business to where I outsourced the copywriting. I outsourced the designing. I outsourced the research. Like I did all of that. In the end, you know, it, it didn't get me any closer to the finish line. I think, uh, it did help, but it ended up costing me a lot of money. Um, you know, and I invested in it thinking it was going to run as a, a smooth oil machine, but in the process, you know, I, I lost my ability to to kind of oversee and be a part of the business. And even if it was like, if I put in an hour a day, right, just to kind of just in, invest in that, I got a better result because now I no longer had to pay out these guys that were doing the automation piece of it. But now I was making a consistent income, you know, and when I say consistent income, I can generate and have been, you know, anywhere from $80 to $100 a day in royalties. And right. that's that's been consistent um, since early 2020. You know, and obviously Q4 takes off and and that uh, that's made a, a huge difference, you know. Um, you know, and AMS is another one where you can get really, you know, bogged down in the weeds, you know. And you and I talked about the one of your strategies was, you know, low, the, the lottery low bid. Um, you know, like I turned that on here recently and sold designs that I didn't even think were still in my catalog, you know. So that was pretty
0: cool. And those could lead to more, design, uh, more sales that like won't roll up into AMS. But, you know, all of a sudden these shirts, they've got a BSR. Amazon's got, you know, keywords to associate with them that convert. And, you know, it's like it's one of these things, man. I just like that you share your perspective because it's something that hopefully people can relate to. You went all the way back to the beginning. I have a very similar story and you've tried more different approaches to getting this business scaled than I have. But it's great because like what works for you and what doesn't work for you can definitely work for somebody else, you know, and that's the beautiful thing. Like there's so many ways to approach this, but ultimately like we know that just even how they structured the, the merch program, it's like your, your sales are most likely going to be up into the right over time. You know, like your, your royalties are probably going to be up into the right over time, as long as you don't quit on the, you know, on the whole thing.
1: That's a hundred percent. I think that that's what I, as I saw the sales and they were, whether they, they were small, uh, for a little bit. And when I say small luck, like I'm happy making, you know, I would love to make more and I'm, and I'm putting effort in it every day after you and I talked actually. And, and look, I appreciate you being available and I don't know if I want to put this out there, but I mean, I reached out and I didn't expect to to get uh, to be able to talk to you and, and you be so accessible. So I appreciate you doing that because most of the guys in the industry are not accessible. I mean, you, you see them posting content. They're so far removed from the, from their audience, that they don't even, they don't even respond to comments in their videos, you know, so um, it's very common. So I appreciate uh, at least, you know, for sure, you being a part of the, you know, being involved and, and being, uh, being available. So uh, it's, it's, it doesn't happen. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. I do tell people
0: I am here at this computer for, you know, way too long every day. So, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and I think that people look for the, you know, the silver bullet, you know, there's, there's one solution to make this happen. And I don't think that's the case. I think what happens is you got to you got to definitely go out there and, and stick to the basics, you know, the blocking and tackling of the, of the, of the business. And that's, you know, setting it up, putting time into it. Um, you know, and I know that like they're out there, you know, people are talking about let's go out there and see what everybody else is doing. And then buy these tools, and you could totally complicate your life and process by doing that. You could have so many tools, you could have so many different versions of the process that you end up just losing your own process in, in, in the middle of it. And I, it happened to me. And so you know my process. Uh, just understanding how the business works and understanding a little bit of how my uh, Amazon is unpredictable. There's no way to cheat the system. There's no way to to. I mean, somebody probably knows how to do it, but you know, well, Amazon merch, figures that out quick. You know, merch and, is and, definitely less predictable. Like,
0: let's just make that distinction because we yeah. both sold
1: FBA. FBA was more predictable. I mean, it is.
0: It is more predictable still. You know, but yeah, merch for sure. And people
1: are unpredictable. unpredictable, right? Like my bestseller uh, that was it still generates sales on a daily basis, but you know, and it's got almost 400 reviews is a shirt that, you know, I've had since day one and it didn't really do anything for a long time. And all of a sudden it just picked up out of nowhere because of it, not necessarily a trend, but it was just, I guess, cooler at the time, you know, and it became a nice, I guess, gift during the holidays. And then when I put it on other designs in other countries, it started to also sell. So it's unpredictable. I have no idea, you know, design is going to sit out there and and luckily you get 365 days with that design because, you know, like, today I was shocked at some, you know, some stuff sold today that I didn't even know was in my catalog. So, you (laughs) you have have no idea. Like it's, I I love reminding people that like every
0: best-selling design that's ever been posted was done the exact same way as every design that like never sold once. You know what I mean? Like it's the same process. You upload, you set the price, you select the colors, you put keywords in. Some of them go on to make, you know, 10,000 sales and others, the majority probably make zero sales, but it's like, just control for what's what we know to be true about the the merch ecosystem. Like you were saying, oh, I have a bestseller, but then it gets ripped off and it gets undercut. Like, yeah, that's gonna happen. But like, yep. does that mean we shouldn't try? <laughs> like, you know, for, forfeit all of this income because that might happen and it probably will happen at least a few times. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm not telling people they're right or wrong, but you just gotta just gotta make you know make decisions and uh, do what works best for you. But also, like, I have this one mantra that like keeps ringing in my head as you're telling your story, which was. It's like a mantra that I tell myself because I've had to, you know, when I was working two jobs and scaling this business, like it was just make it work for you, you know, like make it work for you. Like for me, my merch business, um, you know, given the constraints on my life, like I would have to make it work for me. That might mean doing text only designs or doing five uploads a day instead of 10, you know, but like I kept pushing it forward.
1: Yeah. And you certainly have to put forth effort and, and, and do uploads and things like that. And, you know, the other thing, too, is I even I even got geeked out and bogged down into the uh, the copywriting, you know, and the correct keywords and how to position that. And um, the only thing I have learned is less is more, uh, you know, to be honest. And I think that the reason I, I think that that has been helpful is because, you know, a lot of times when people are searching for merch and this has been my experience they're not reading the titles per se to figure out what the design looks like. Those designs are what they're looking at, you know, right. and, I, and, and because I recently went looking for shirts myself. And like when I was online, I could care less about the titles because I know the titles are all fluff. Right. and and maybe cuz I'm you know I've been tainted with uh, amazon experience but I'm looking at these you know designs and it's it's the it, it's the image but I also know that there's certain keywords that people are certainly looking for and you know and amazon you know has their way of the amazon suggested search and things to help kind of guide you and build that out but I mean I you see these keyword stuff you know titles and I've done it and I've and I put stuff in there that you know it's like funny car guy for a cool man who looks like he's a good mechanic, you know, in the title or stuff that may right. not even be stuff people are searching for, but I just figured it would describe and help with the shirt. And like, I realized that, you know, when I turn on AMS and you do it like in that lottery style, you know, it's going to pull those main keywords out and that's where it's going to put in front of the audits and then build its own. Because I got a t-shirt that I, I did a kind of a campaign on and they were presenting the shirt with keywords that weren't even in the listing. So mm. When I look at the you know the search terms, so I started to think to myself like, well, what's going on? That search has been out there for more than a year, well, actually a lot longer, probably about three years, um, and it's selling and converting on keywords that aren't even in the listing. You know, so yeah, it's, it's kind of it's unpredictable.
0: Yeah. Look at look at the auto campaign like uh, way that it 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 they have like match types within the auto campaign. You can see like they describe them if you if anybody cares to look. I mean. Yep. Amazon, they, number one, they're intelligent about how they design this stuff. And number two, when they do that, it, it allows them to make more money off auto campaigns. You know, it's just straight up. It just does. It lets them fill that ad inventory. I've actually got a video. I don't know if I'm going to release it after or before this interview, but uh, pre-recorded a video where I went through Jungle Scout's Amazon advertising report, and it's got some crazy data about the growth from 2019 to 2020 to 2021. It's no coincidence. It's like what you just described. Like they're they're finding keywords to advertise that you didn't even put in your listing and they're increasing their ad inventory. And then you, the result is that other video that I'm going to drop on my channel where you just see crazy revenue from advertising, which is probably pure profit for them.
1: Yeah, so I think that you know, and it's true because I, you know, I'm in the big tech world, right? And so AI is is something that's come out that is in in my world that is just mind blowing. And so you know, machine learning and things that are that are going on behind the scenes, that you know, we deal with on a day to day basis. It could be, you know, companies that we do business with from day to day, or or your credit card company. But these machined type you know solutions are out there, AI and different things. And sometimes it just knows you as a person and your personality, and they will put you know, things in front of you that they know that you have interest in. I mean, I could be searching for supplements on my, you know, know, on, uh, on Amazon, or even you can be And then all of a sudden, obviously they're retargeted ads. we all know how that works, but there's some smart systems behind this to put things in front of you where you're going to spend your money. They know this. I mean, everything is online. I mean, if people think that there's any privacy out there these days, I mean, we know this, it's like, that's just what they're doing. And so when you're searching for something. Yeah. The best part is you don't even need the privacy aspect.
0: Although, you know, I I agree with you though. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but like even if they like obfuscated our identities, yeah, like they can for sure just track tendencies. A hundred yeah. percent. If I've been searching for vitamins for the past, you know, couple days, I'm gonna everywhere I look, I'm gonna see vitamins. And you know what, Alexa probably heard my wife say, "I need some vitamins," you know, so she's gonna start telling me where to buy vitamins. I mean, it's all over the place. So, so that's yeah. kind of how it works. But no, I think that you know, we can really complicate this. We can give up uh, really easily because we're not seeing the results that we want. I mean, look, I've been consistently generating income. Um, you know, and it's, it's not a high paying job these days, but it's a, it's a decent income, a secondary income that I had never expected to generate. And I've stayed consistent at it just because I'm a believer and I've seen it. I mean, over history, I have $128,740 and in, an increase since you and I first talked is I have like 12 more sales. <laughs> um, nice. But it's, uh, it, you know, that's, that's since the history of the account. I mean, I would have never expected that. And who knows where it goes from
0: here, man? That's another thing too. It's like we, yep. however long people have been in merch, like me and you both got in in 2017. Like, imagine 10 years from now. <laughs> like, I know people like that might might make your minds explode, but like, look at Amazon KDP. Look at the international markets they're in. Like, I'm just saying that's low hanging fruit. Like, you can yep. they can launch more products in the catalog. They could add more international markets. But it's like this; these things will happen. I mean, I, I read a merch job interview that somebody had sent me. And the last line in the uh, job description, sorry, not interview description. And it was like, we're just getting started, you know? So that that shows you how they feel about the merch program.
1: Yeah, I didn't even talk about KDP. I'm in there as well. You know, I've got a bunch of titles that are in KDP. I'm converting, you know, low content books. Um, Done that as well. And that generates an income also. And I was just from, you know, listening to content and people talking about it. And it's available. So why not get into it? You know, and there's a lot of content out there that you can consume, at least to get you started. You know, I think the biggest thing that, that people... Probably struggle with like i did and, and they, they get into it they don't have a six they don't they don't hit you know they don't hit a home run in the beginning and they just give up you know and and it takes time i could tell you that in the beginning man don't install that pretty merch app on your phone because you'll be in that thing looking all day long you know and then when you don't see sales like you'll get disappointed and you'll give up and you'll think oh man i paid a designer 50 bucks to put all these up there you know and, and look i've done that too i've gone to graphic designers and paid a crap ton of money thinking it was going to sell and you know, my guy that I've had for a long time has has treated me the best, and those were the cheapest designs that I could get, and it's worked. The, the expensive ones, never, sold. <laughs> never well, hey, sold. If you want to
0: plug him, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you do or don't, but if you do, I I can always put it in the description
1: too. It's Completely uh, up to you. But. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I would certainly like to plug him. He 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 does appreciate the work. I just don't know how to do it. Um, he's he's in the you know he's in the Philippines. It's it, uh he's a great guy. I mean. I'll tell you, I give him, I treated him really well during the holidays. I gave him huge bonuses. Uh, when I say huge, huge for him, in uh, his world. Uh, and I do send him uh, money regularly, even if he doesn't do designs for me, just monthly, because I wouldn't be here without him. And I and I've taken care of him, so uh, he would be grateful. Um, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, let's, so. let's
0: work, talk to him, work it out, and then give me the link, and I'll make sure it makes its way into the description. But um, yeah. What's yeah, I would the, like to
1: do and I like to do right by him, but I just don't want him to be so busy now he won't have time to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, right. I don't I don't mind. I'm happy to help. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean that's it, man. I mean I I I think that the journey's been uh, slow and sweet, you know, and it's been uh the most rewarding out of all the Amazon businesses that I've gotten into. Um and let and I want to say less stressful. And I actually really like working on merch. I was telling you this earlier, I know it sounds really stupid, even if I wasn't making money, I just love the whole you know process and the research and, you know, the keyword, all that stuff is, is just something in the, you know, the AMS side, like I could, I could do this all day long as a, as, as my full-time job. If I, if I, you know, at some point, but right.
0: yeah, and I know people, I know a handful of people that actually do. So, I mean, I know it can be done. And, um, as we wrap up, man, I, I think a big takeaway from your story is just like people don't get overwhelmed. Like don't overwhelm yourself at any step of this journey, because you can You can find success and it doesn't have to be instant major home run success, but you can find this like gradual success over time by simply showing up, getting better every day, learning, you know, like we said, it evolves. So what worked five years ago maybe isn't the best approach today, but, you know, you can get to where, you know, Gino and I are by just being consistent, I think, and and making it work for you.
1: Yeah. And I think I'll follow up and finish with this too, is I think that if you just grab one person, like a mentor of some level, like you have content out there and I'm not plugging you because I've never taken the content, but let's just say that they just took your content alone and just followed that process and blocked out everything else. Their chances of success are going to be a lot greater. And if they started to add other people's different side, you know, opinions or ideas, because then you have a roadmap that you can follow, put a hundred percent effort into, you know, Ryan's Ryan's method. Right. And again, I'm not plugging just you. I'm happy to <laughs> to be here, but I'm saying in general, like whoever it's going to be, find that one person, obviously you'd love it to be you, but follow that one person and just go through that process and follow the steps. Cause I know your content out there. I've watched a ton of your videos and you really do have a gift and being, in, in, of helping people and giving a simple process that people can follow. And if they just do that, it'll simplify the process and just wait the process happens and it does work over time but i think that's the best way to do it because if you start to consume thousand different uh, you know content creators content and follow a bunch of different you're going to go thousand different directions and then you're going to be confused and then frustrated when it doesn't doesn't work and then you're going to spend a bunch of money that doesn't make sense yeah we've all been there and I, I, I yeah for me fba yeah. getting started for sure i can relate <laughs> yeah ever, ever since paypal came out i think i buy things a lot easier than i should Hey, we all do.
0: I I mean, yeah, across my businesses, I've got so many tools, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I have I have too many. Yeah,
0: all right. Hey, Gino, man, I appreciate your time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for telling your story. If you can get in touch with your designer and you want to figure out how we can send some people his way, uh, that maybe want to hire him, let me know. We'll put that in the description. But uh, anything else, man?
1: Nope, I'm good, man. I appreciate the time. And look, again, I appreciate your effort and being available because you know it's super helpful. All right, man. Well, enjoy your weekend. Thank you, man, you too.